Good morning. I am Pastor Jeff Smith. Now, somebody heard the name Smith and said, yeah, likely story, but uh, uh, it's good to be with you. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. The word of God I want to share with you this morning uh, is Psalm 121. Uh, And uh, I'll just tell you right off the bat that uh, in the first line or the first verse, uh, my Bible says hills and your Bible says mountains. So the Hebrew word can mean either. So anyway, Psalm 121. I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. This is God's word. In the name of Jesus Christ. Moses, Moses, go to Pharaoh. Tell him to let my people go. Pharaoh was one of the most powerful people in the world at that time. I have to think that some questions and concerns must have bubbled up in Moses' mind and heart. Or go back a little bit further in the scripture. Abraham, leave your people. Leave your land. Go to a place you've never been to a people you do not know. Again, I have to think that some Questions and concerns must have bubbled up in in Abraham's heart and mind. What about us? What about you and me? Say some big change is coming your way. Maybe you now have to care for a loved one. Maybe you're going to retire. Maybe you're taking a new job or you've just lost the job that you had. What kinds of things go through our minds and hearts? I have to think some questions and concerns. I recall when I left the Coast Guard to study for the ministry, some of those questions and concerns came up in my heart and mind. Uh, Karen, and this is my wife, and I had been married just a couple of years. We were expecting our first child. We'd be going from probably two incomes to maybe half a one at best. Will we be okay? Will we find a place to live? Will I be able to handle Hebrew and Greek? All kinds of unsettling unknowns. This psalm, if you have your Bible out, is called a song a song or a psalm of ascents, a a song of going up. Some believe that it was sung by Jewish worshipers as they made their way up to Jerusalem. 
as they made their way up to the hills or the mountains on which the, uh, the city was built. And it begins like this, I lift up my eyes to the hills as they made their way to the temple of the Lord on Mount Zion, which was their destination. Well, as they made their way, with all the worries and concerns, the doubts and the fears that can burden our hearts in this life, the psalmist asks a question. He asks a question that he already knows the answer to because the Holy Spirit has provided it. Where does my help come from? Where does my help come from? A good question when you and I have lots of questions. Well, in this word, it's like our Lord takes us by the hand and he says to us, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. The Lord is your helper. The Lord. When you hear God use that name for himself, he is telling you something important. He is telling you something important about himself. And that is this. He is the God of absolute constancy. And what's that mean? Well, one thing is this. You can count on his love. The Bible calls it grace. Undeserved love. Gospel love. Gospel love for people like you and me who every day prove how deserving we are of this sad title, sinner. All of us, all of us have experienced that love in so many ways in our lives. For Karen and me, we have experienced it through the years, through folks like yourselves that we serve at different congregations. But the greatest demonstration the greatest demonstration of that love is found in this. As we stand at a cross where we hear a man cry out in anguish. His anguish is is far greater than the two men that are crucified next to him. For his is the anguish of one on whom has been put the guilt of the whole world and the punishment it deserves. God's Word puts it this way. The punishment that brought us peace was upon Him. But this is not just a man. This is God become a man to set us free. This is the one that the Christmas angels proclaimed as Christ the Lord. This is God's one and only dear Son who healed the sick, who gave sight to the blind, people lost in darkness. This is the Lord. He is your helper. And He can help you. He can give hope where there seems to be none. He can give courage and strength when we are all out. He can help you anytime, any place. For that one who hung on the cross for us all, 
that one who rose from his grave in victory over death is the maker of heaven and earth. Through him all things were made, the scripture says. So don't be afraid. This Lord, the Lord, is your helper. And as the vicar reminded us, as the scripture says here, he watches over you. He watches over you without fail. Think about that. Watching, watching can be tedious business, can't it? Ask a parent of a small child. Ask a daycare worker at the end of their day. They can be very tired, dog-tired, you might say. Watching is tedious business. And so watchers sometimes fail. The ship's lookout falls asleep, two ships collide. The parent, the security guard, stops watching or gets distracted and something terrible can happen. Watchers sometimes fail. But he who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you without fail. And so you can go to sleep tonight and sleep right through to the morning. You can get up tomorrow morning and face the day with all its question marks. For the Lord watches over you without fail. And then the psalmist says something here that seems almost unbelievable. I'm looking at verses 5 through 7. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. Think about those words, the Lord is your shade. You know, here in Texas, right, I've only been here a few years, but it didn't take me long to realize the hot summer sun can do a number on you. And so, if you're working outside, the shade is the place to be, isn't it? The shade is a welcome refuge from that hot summer sun. Well, the Lord is your refuge. He's the one that you and I can call upon in that day of trouble, or any time for that matter. And the sun and the moon and the verses, that's the day and the night. Our Lord doesn't work the day shift or the night shift. He's got us covered 24-7 around the clock. And then comes that promise that brings it all together. Looking at verse 7. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. Is that true? The Lord will keep you from all harm? <laughs> After all, I, I've visited a lot of hospital rooms where people that are dear, near and dear to me <laughs> sometimes are struggling for life. After all, Last couple of months, what, at least two high schools have had shootings in which 
Young people have lost their lives. They've been taken from them. I have to think that some of those young people were Christians, God's children. So is it true? The Lord will keep you from all harm. Well, maybe, maybe we should take out our pen then and cross out that word all. And don't tell your pastors I said this. (laughs) And replace it with some. The Lord will keep you from some harm? What kind of promise would that be? What kind of helper would the Lord be? Well, first of all, recognize this. Who knows? We don't know how many times God has sent his own holy angels to keep evil away from us. We don't know. Every now and then we have a experience a close call, and we say, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, for sparing me, for saving me. But we don't know how often the Lord has kept evil from us. We don't know how often he has destroyed some deadly bacteria in our body that would have taken our lives otherwise. But what about when he doesn't? What about when he allows that disease to run its course What about when he allows that gunman to do his ugly work? It still is true. The Lord will keep you from all harm. Think about it. Come with me to the cross once more and think about it. If we didn't know better, we might think, what possible good could come of that? God's own dear son suffering a brutal death. And yet, what do we know? We know that God used the death of his own son to work for us an incredible good. Well, if God could use that to work for our good, he can do the same with anything that he allows to come through his almighty hands into our lives and make it work for our good. That's his promise. No matter how terrible it seems, no matter how how it feels, that's his promise to make it work for our good. So don't be afraid. The Lord is your helper. Years ago, when I first came to Petaluma, California, there was a man. His name was Irwin Sweat. I learned that Irwin had been a pilot in three wars, an Air Force pilot. And one of those wars was World War II. He had been a B-17 pilot in World War II. And if you know anything about their missions, it was dangerous work. Many crews did not survive. Many planes were shot down. Well, the way it worked was that you would take off from some place in England and you go across the English Channel and make your way into Europe. And when you left, there were fighter planes that would accompany you. They would accompany you to to watch over and protect you flying in your bomber. But those fighters could only go so far. 
their fuel would not take them further than that. How different our Lord. How different our Lord. He watches over you all the way. And I want you to think about your baptism. And if I take the liberty of coming down here to your baptismal font. I want you to think about your baptism. Many of us can't remember it because we were little babies in our mother's arms. But we can know what our Lord did for us there. He adopted us into his family. He washed us clean of all of our guilt. There we were born again by the Holy Spirit. So your baptism is such a a precious treasure to hold on to all the days of your life. Well, when you were baptized, it's likely that your pastor spoke a blessing over you. And it's likely it was verse 8. Verse 8 from Psalm 121. You see where I'm looking? The Lord will watch over your coming and going both now and forevermore. Coming and going. You know, I I have to admit there have been times in my life where I didn't know whether I was coming or going. What about you? What about you? We were too tired, too confused, too troubled. We didn't know if we were coming or going. But the Lord knows. Coming, going, sitting still, the Lord knows. And he watches over you. He watches over you. What does it say here? Both now and forevermore. Now as we we go our separate ways, now as we enjoy the blessings that God pours into our lives, now as we deal with the the troubles, the burdens that, 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 that come to us, the Lord watches over you. But not just from beginning to end. What's the Scripture say? Both now and forevermore. All the way. All the way He watches over you. All the way to that place that Jesus has prepared for us. And I look forward to that day. I look forward to that day when we will no longer see the kind of things that I did as a police chaplain. I look forward to that day when I won't have to look, into a, look down at a hospital bed at a loved one struggling for life. Because then and there, those things will be no more. And all the ugliness of this world, it'll be no more. And it won't even be a, a memory. And we will be with the Lord forever. I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord the maker of heaven and earth. And so don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. The Lord is your helper. Amen.